We're here. We did. We're it. already having a good time. We're, we are. <laughs> we're having so much fun. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, but now we are. We're on. Yeah. We're, we're starting the podcast. Hey, everyone! Welcome back to the Living Room Conversations podcast. Um, season two, baby. There's so much character development that we require season two. <laughs> hey. You know, it's not like you know. It's a development in like the bad kind, though. So, any hoosies. There's a lot going on right now. There's a lot going on in the world, man. The sky is the wrong color. You know, I always said, "What? Why is the sky blue?" And then it was like, "It's not." <laughs> oh man, we know what it looks like to live on Mars now. That's the that's the. Upside. It's crazy, or like, or like in Mexico in any white person movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what I was, I was saying. Like, we live in like the Pakistani Hollywood filter. Yeah, totally. You know, it's it's like, like, ooh, look how dingy and polluted this nasty place is. They just throw orange on the screen. It's like just, now we're third like, world. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the third world, everybody. Um, so man, uh, congrats on your new album, Jaybird. Uh, how uh, I wanted I wanted to talk to you about like. Uh, the process of going through that you've been talking about on social media, how you uh, it's your first album that you mixed and mastered just by yourself. Right. And so, um, yeah. And the whole process of that all. And uh, I love the whole journey I, I went through while listening to it. Like uh, it feels like I'm like spending a day with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. That's what I felt like. Exactly. That, I mean, it's funny you say that cause that's really the concept for the album. It's like, yeah. you know, I tell me more. I, I, the intro is me waking up. You know, the conclusion mm -hmm. is, you know, you hear crickets in the background. So the implication is I'm going yeah. to sleep. And mm -hmm. I kind of wanted every song to be completely different than the last kind of totally, totally like a smorgasbord of, of different moods and vibes, because I kind of wanted yeah. to take the listener through a journey of my mood swings throughout a given day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my totally. life and just. Each song is like a common recurring thought I'd have, you know, yeah. once a day at least. Yeah. Um, for me, my favorite part of the album was um, you, <clears throat> there was, you have a, I have a lot of, of favorite parts, but my, genuinely my favorite part is in the song uh, Untitled, Unmixed, and Barely Mastered, which is <laughs> kind of, kind of ironic because it was the first album you mixed and mastered. Yeah. But um, I really liked it because uh, my favorite part about music a lot of the times is uh, illusion. Right. And uh, the way, uh, like, composers, uh, like, reference other things or reference other genres within their music, right? Right. And so um, this one was specifically uh, stuck out to me because of the whole, the whole vibe. It, like, is a, it feels like a Jay Dilla song, so it's like... You know, uh, you ha you feel you feel that kind of groove that Jay Dilla, like pioneered and um, swang, but swang exactly. <laughs> and um, so we and then but the the main melody of the song, like to me, evokes um, like uh, work songs, like from the from the fields and like in the blues right. and like the like original blues, you know. Absolutely. And uh, so I wanted to later talk to you about that one but first you can talk about like the general experience going through and uh writing this album man i i had a lot of fun each song was totally a different experience mm -hmm. i would say my main takeaways from these was like on the production side because yeah. the bit the most value i got from this project was that feeling of freedom of you know artistic creative freedom being able to be like oh i can make a whole project of beats that i actually totally. like to use because in the mm -hmm. past i was able to eventually land on a vibe that i enjoyed yeah. um but i could never really intentionally create beats and so for mm -hmm. each of my songs i kind of had like a template style that i wanted to go for um, and I usually failed <laughs> to create it, but I created something closer than I ever have. And uh -huh. it became something different and beautiful in a different way to me. So, totally. um, it was a very confidence inspiring project. That's awesome. And so this, is there a significance to the title of the, 
of the album? Oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, nickname my dad, and I think mm-hmm. one of my first soccer coaches used to call me Jaybird, <laughs> and oh man, I hated yeah. it. No, that's totally a soccer coach. Nickname. Yeah, right. Jaybird, yeah. Jayman. Like I didn't like that nickname very much, but um, it's like <laughs> it's kind of unoriginal too. Yeah, <laughs> like for the soccer coach, like Jayman. <laughs> <Right. laughs> You're. All right. Thanks for the nickname, Coach. Totally. And it's like, yeah. I think it fits me um, in a way, and I think it grew on me in a way over time because I like, I like the imagery of clouds, and I always mm-hmm. think my head's in the clouds. Like, totally. um, I'm always daydreaming, and I can never focus in class really for more than <laughs> no, a few minutes. Totally. Um, and that's just kind of who I am. I, you know, so mm-hmm. I thought. You know, a bird, a bird kind of fits me well, and I've been called Jaybird for all my life, so um, yeah, warmed up to it. Totally. Um, I also noticed on the album that uh, that you, I, oh, and on our last podcast, we talked about how you had to change your name, so we should talk about that. How you changed your name? Yeah, absolutely. And you'll notice on the album, Ken is still there. Ken is my old mm-hmm. name, everyone. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah, so K-I-N period. Um, and then my new name is Jay Onua. So J-A-Y-O-N-U-A. Um, it's really actually pr- pronounced uh, Anya. Like oh. Anya. Mm-hmm. Like kind of. Anya. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like the, you know, feminine name. Um, sure. But the the whole reasoning behind it is Anua means, um, it means sibling in Twi which is mm-hmm. a West African language. And I don't know what language my ancestors speak. I don't know who my ancestors were in West Africa because, because of slavery. But slavery. my, uh, my brother took a, uh, a test. Uh, like, a, mm-hmm. I get, like an ancestry Yeah, test. like a genealogy. I don't know if, the word, if that's the word, but you yeah. get the idea. I think it is. Yeah, it's yeah. a breakdown of ancestry. And so we're largely West African I'm also Jamaican, mm-hmm. hence Rula. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wanted, I like the idea of allyship. You know, we talked about that a little bit on the last podcast. I'm kind of mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. with with that concept. And um, I try to live that through my music. And so I like the idea that um, allies Definitely. and a, a, oppressed groups are all siblings you know uh-huh. and I, I liked a gender neutral <laughs> term for that yeah. to be all inclusive definitely yeah you all have always talked about allyship especially even in your in this recent album you have a lyric in one of your songs that says uh it's like either like my name is ken and i've been about love or mm-hmm. you, like you you know that you know the lyric because right. you wrote it i'm ken <laughs> <laughs> been about the love since way back then is that the one mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 right yeah 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 totally so yeah that's yeah so um going back to what i was talking about before and the the song that really stood out to me on the album was untitled unmixed and barely uh barely mastered so what was your process of going about doing this song because it it's a very uh complicated song obviously there's a and is that Untitled, unmixed, barely mastered. Is that uh, an ironic title or is that like... <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. okay. So <laughs> this song, oh, this song is kind of a funny story. So at the time I was working at Whole Foods, I finished this project like six months ago, by the way. And I mm-hmm. like it, it was like a year in the making almost. So it almost oh, feels sure. like a sample from the past to me. Um, totally. Listening now instead of the present. Uh-huh. But I wrote that song. It just came to me when I was gathering shopping carts in Mm. uh, the parking lot and just kind of generally feeling shitty about my life and my progress and my, like, kind of felt like all areas of my life. I wasn't enough for, you know, my parents' hopes for me. I wasn't enough for my friends who want to spend more time to me, but I'm devoting more of my time to this music, which, you know, Uh isn't paying off in any way. I've been at it for like 10 years. You know what I mean? It's like, so... (laughs) No, definitely. (laughs) Just not feeling great. And so Mm -hmm. gathering those shopping carts just kind of came to me. And and I think that's a little bit where the kind of feeling of blues that you mentioned earlier comes from. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's that like, man, like I'm not, I'm not mentally doing great right yeah. now, but this is how I'm going to yeah. cope with it. I, I kind of made it silly in a way and dark, which is uh-huh. kind of my personality. Yeah. I'm totally, totally vibe. With yeah. That. Yeah. And, um, and that was the only, the first and only song I've ever recorded the lyrics to first and then made the beat to the the recording of the voice. Oh, dang. So. That's cool. So how did, you, you had the flow to the song before you had the beat to it. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. I had the melody first and then the lyrics came and then I just like, we're not allowed to have our phones when I worked at Whole Foods, we're not allowed to have our phones out at all. So wow. I just like had it tucked, you know, like recording in <laughs> yeah. the parking lot, to, doing my voice memos. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then I decided with that one, I'm not going to, I don't want to sit with this feeling. I'm the artist. This project uh-huh. conceptually needs this song, but yeah. I don't want to listen to it anymore. It's depressing. <laughs> to me, right. Yeah. And so I kind of decided I'm not going to give it a name. I'm not going to respect the song. I'm not going to mix it fully. So uh-huh. you don't get to enjoy it either. And I'm going <laughs> to barely master it so that it's like loud enough, but nothing else. Right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the cheeky little facetious naming. Yeah. So I totally, I totally dug it. It was, ve- I loved all the layers that you yeah just talked about. It was, it's a great, great song. Thank you, man. It's always interesting to hear when other people enjoy it, just because I forget. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> I enjoy the, some elements of it. It's just the overall feeling of returning mm-hmm. to that space. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's for, for me, it's the it's everything. It's all the all the calls to like uh like the black diaspora and the, and the black diaspora and music. It like. It it shows uh, the the black music through history because you're using like old music like the blues and new music like Jay Dilla. Right. It's like it's it's sick, man. I love that shit. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, let's see. Uh, how do you how do you feel about the the world right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting a lot of feedback. Uh, feedback yeah. from the planet. Um, sure yeah the government's getting it's, it's giving us like a report card <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah yeah f um <laughs> our um government's getting feedback the police are getting feedback <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's just a lot of a lot of stuff going on right now a lot of <laughs> reverberation you know i've been trying to take one half day per week you know mm-hmm. where i just relax and I do nothing and I don't think yeah. about anything and I just do what I want. I do actively relaxing things like, yeah, I don't like taking baths, but I was like, I'm going to take a salt bath cause I need to calm yeah. the F down, you know, like totally. Uh, uh, but I, I try to get there, but then I'm always like, something's, <laughs> something's happening and I'm going to, and I'm going to, and it's going to like affect me greatly right. and then I'm going to miss it. And then it's like, and then I won't be prepared for it. And it's like, it's like this endless cycle of like, because uh, things are happening all the time. And it's like, you your brain can't rest or else you're gonna, you're not going to be like able to react to how the world is changing. Right. Every day. And the worst thing is know? that you're right. You know, it's like something could happen, you know, with, with yeah. this, the frequency that things are happening in 2020 is just, you know. It's, it's you, ridiculous. You can't predict what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like the 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 CSU system. I just I recently saw had the they are going back to virtual classes in the spring. Right. And uh, I obviously graduated. Obviously, I graduated <laughs> from this from the CSU system, mm-hmm. and so. Um, that that affects me because if I were in college right now and I and I have the major that I have a degree in, which is vocal performance, I would be so excited to come back and do uh, perform for people again. Right. You know, at least the class. And um, they're not even going to do that now. Now they're not, they're going to they're going to not be able to do that because people are not wearing masks. And it's not it it reaches farther than the people just wearing masks at school because they have they're in contact with people that are. Not at school. Right. And it's... Whole industries. You know, 
whole whole industry is just crumbling because of because of this virus. And um, if we reacted to to it with science and with and with uh, and with logic, we could have not been like this. It's so frustrating. And like the tapes came out. Obviously, you've heard the tapes mm-hmm. probably. Right. And um, it's always yeah. He he has so many tapes. He's like <laughs> always has a tape coming yeah. out. He's like a fucking rapper. The next, yeah, the next the next <laughs> scandal, you know, right? Oh man, it's like, like um, man, we need we need like all the hip hop blogs like commenting on Trump. That's the most appropriate medium, like New York Times, yeah. maybe, yeah, whatever. But maybe <laughs> no one's listening anymore. The New York Times. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get we need to get into the people. We need it on fucking World Star. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Um. But yeah, the world's frustrating right now. I haven't gotten a haircut like in fucking seven months. Absolutely. Fucking some shit. See, we're both sporting the bun. <laughs> we're both fucking man yeah. buns right now. A couple of man buns. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Yeah, and I totally identify with that. I've been super frustrated and trying to sort of deal with, you know, how how do I even process all this stuff going on and, and can you mm-hmm. to continue to live a happy life in totally. in a country that doesn't seem like it's quite on the way to reversing its negative course and fixing the trajectory yeah. and there are good signs there are, you know people out there we kind of talked about that in the last pod last time people yeah. protesting and people care for sure but it's like you have to kind Definitely. of the people without power care you know? yeah. yeah we have a lot of fights that we have to fight before we can even like start fighting the fight that we want to fight yes fight (laughs) well said yeah i mean for real though but like you know we we are going through it's like fucking september already Mm -hmm. we have a election coming up like in a month and a half right and um uh we we have to (laughs) get the guy out of office that is in office currently Mm -hmm. we can't let him come back to office but the people that we want to to replace him that we, we don't i mean we don't i i don't want them to replace him but yeah it's all we got <laughs> yeah yeah joe joe is not a solution he is a uh-huh. band-aid you know he's a plug to the drain yeah, yeah. he's he's a band-aid but we're <laughs> we're still you know it's we're still bleeding out a band-aid isn't going to to fully mm-hmm. fix that we're a large open wound <laughs> yeah we're already infected we're not <laughs> yeah yeah um, we're a little, we're a little pizza bandaid on us. And I really appreciate Joe and Kamala's like attempts to th- their brand as a mm-hmm. calming presence because I think yeah. we need to bring it down a little bit and we do and, and and bring the tone down a little bit. But I also worry that people will kind of relax into that, you know, and feel like yeah. our work is done. Like especially white people will feel like oh, you know. The problems are fixed. Trump was the problem. No, Trump is a symptom, you know. So (laughs) Trump was a virus that (laughs) exacerbated the problem that we already had. And he it's like the the coronavirus is such a microcosm of like the of the Trump presidency and like you know. Right. Right. It's like very dormant like uh and and then until it came down to like the wire. Right. And then he and then and then now, like, the coronavirus just, like I said, exacerbates all, everything that Trump has built, you know? Totally. To- for this country. Or tore down. It, uh, <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He built, like, fucking, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And, I mean, I think there... I sometimes, you know, identifying so much with this sort of the hope it's not hopelessness, but it's like it's, you know, I try not to become bitter because I feel like that's the yeah. biggest L, you know, and Definitely. the people who I'm looking to, I'm like, who has made it through adversity, who who focuses on these things and they're still full of love and mm-hmm. joy and energy. And Definitely. I'm looking at our. Angela Davis's and our and our Cornell Wests and I'm trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. figure it out what it is that makes them so resilient because I think we need that juice. 
we need it. I don't under like I don't understand why we why caring about black lives is such a divisive topic in this country. That doesn't make sense to me. Thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm under I don't I don't understand why that's a why that's a political opinion. Right. Right. <laughs> It feels like it's an admission of, it's an indictment, you know, it's an admission of guilt. Yeah. It's the American brand does not align up with the American reality. And that is so hard to take for people who've been, I don't like the term brainwashed, but it's, that's essentially what it is, what our education system, what our military industrial complex, what our yeah. whole, what our Hollywood, you know, system has done. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How's it? How's it in the Bay Area right now? Cause like, it's on fire. <laughs> um, Currently. Yeah, it's lit, but it's not lit, man. If you if you get it's me. It's definitely lit. Yeah. But it's yeah, definitely not lit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So this the situation, folks, is that we have, you know, last year we had a similar situation going, but it's so much worse this time around because our, uh, um, not only, you know, is climate change progressing, but we're yeah. also, we're on, you know, our prison system accounted for more than half of our firefighting force. Yeah. And so since the prisons were on lockdown due to COVID-19, you know, our response was kind of cut. So it's, it's, it's messed up on a lot of different levels there. Um, Definitely. But I, like, it's like I t the coronavirus is just exacerbating all the wounds that is that this country has that band-aids over. Absolutely. And it just just cutting it open, man. Totally. Totally. And, and now people are noticing because now people have like this itch of activism that they that they're still that they still feel from all the everything that was happening in March, you know. Right that's and i feel like that's good but like we there's still fights that we that that need to be won right and it sucks totally totally we have a we have a lot of fighting to do um yeah i think they there was a something that said uh that i don't know i don't i don't trust like numbers that people do but it was like 90 something percent of protests last uh last month were uh, peaceful. Wow. And I was like, where are these numbers yeah. coming from? But <laughs> right. But that's a good number. And that has but, always been the way that the far right has kind of weaponized this small mm -hmm. minority percentage of people. You know, they can yeah. make a whole election about a, a bl one black man that committed murder or kidnapped someone, yeah. you know, um, uh -huh. and, and get some horrible candidate elected, they can focus on just the small percentage of protests that have um, become violent and yes, and um, blame anything that doesn't fall in with that American branded logic that, you know, mm -hmm. the police are there to protect us because they've never experienced the police doing the opposite for them, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> and so the album. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the the album features another song that I really liked, mm. uh, uh, "Autumn," which uh, I'll play. Oh shit! I'm not plugged in. Give me a second. I'll plug in real quick. Sure. It features a song called Autumn, and it uh, sounds a little bit like this. Oh, where's my 
So are you singing on this on this track too? All the all the tracks are you? Yeah. Sick man. It sounds great. Appreciate it. So uh let's talk about this song. What's uh what's this song about? Uh, what was the process of this song? Totally. I think the track order is really important to me and and so this one's coming right after Untitled and Mixed, Barely Mastered. Um mm-hmm. and so for me, a lot about uh, songs about autumn definitely uh, evoke these feelings. You kept re- re- referring, uh, referencing the word fallen, you know, like right. leaves are fallen. It's the fall. It's uh, it's like a lot of, you know, so uh, and a lot of that, a lot of times like the s- symbolism in leaves fallen is like either death or um, change, you know. Right. So what, what for for you what what was uh what what was that about for like you know Totally. Yeah, you nailed the 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 imagery in this one. Um yeah. it was the idea of just leaves turning to the same color and falling just like in autumn. Mm-hmm. And basically this song is about kind of the death of individuality and I thought that imagery fit that well. Leaves of all different uh-huh. kinds turn to the same color and just die. You know, it's like Definitely. What do you mean by death of indiv- individuality? Like your own individuality? Yeah, I think some of what I'm talking about in uh, Untitled is mm-hmm. not f- truly knowing myself. I feel like if you're unhappy, it's you know, potentially because you don't know yourself and there are other factors obviously it's like if you're struggling yeah. with mental health in a mentally unhealthy context you know our society isn't great yeah. <laughs> that makes sense but no no no, I, no 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 they're not yeah i interpreted I, I i kind of was reflecting inwards though at this moment and thinking like oh man maybe it's cuz i didn't make the right decisions um and also i'm also talking about the industry at large where it's like mm-hmm rappers are kind of copying each other's style and it's intentional that I hopped on. I used autotune heavily <laughs> here, you yeah, know, yeah, even yeah. though I, you know, I love the style and stuff. It's just something that everyone's doing. And Definitely. so it's about catching a I wave. Liked what, yeah. 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 I liked what the auto. Yeah. Cause like you were saying earlier that every single song feels like it's a different style, right. you know, it could be on a diff it's on its own album, you know, totally like this style definitely evoked like the 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 heavy auto tune like everyone's using today and the the triplet flow too a, a lot of the time right. that like that came up and um so yeah uh love that song man great song thank you appreciate it. i think that's the favorite on the project generally yeah i think that's most people's favorite um, but I've heard a, a, a wide range, which is, to me, really exciting. <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely mine, it's very close between those two, but I really liked Untitled, Unmixed, and Barely Mastered. <laughs> that's that's a great song. Um, so you were talking about Rula and how that uh, that uh, is a, that comes from your Jamaican ancestry. Right. Um, uh, why don't you go on and talk talk more about that and how how that song calls upon that? Totally. Um, one of the lines in that song is, "I can hear my ancestors calling out," and mm-hmm. this song is about finally getting above sort of those depressions that we just kind of talked about. Um, Mm -hmm. And finally getting to a place where I feel like I know myself, I know what I want, (laughs) you know? And so it's kind of transcending the issues talked about in Autumn and Unmixed, Untitled. So Uh that was kind of the idea. um, And I wanted to have a mood lifting vibe. So that's part of why I chose uh, reggae. And I wanted to elicit the feeling Uh of being at the beach. So that's where that audio comes from. Um, And I had written to that song so many times and rewritten (laughs) so many times. Um, I think... So you've had that beat for a a long time. I've had that beat for four or five years. Wow, and then, okay. And the chorus for four or five years. And I'm like, I know I'm going to use this, but I couldn't write a verse um yeah that i liked it and then 
How did you get to writing the verse? Well, first I passed it off to my friend, Sky the Pilot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He couldn't write anything that he was super happy with. He passed it back to me. I passed mm -hmm. it off to my brother. He couldn't write anything. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I tried several more times. And so this is like the fifth verse I wrote. Like once a year, I wrote a verse wow. and finally, finally <laughs> got something. And so that's why to me, the chorus is like, it's a it's a landmark kind of stepping stone where it's like, oh, I, I did all those harmonies and it worked. That's the first time, yeah. which kind of led to this Oh, I can do it in autumn, you know, where I'm harmonizing. Um, totally. But. So you, you just, you just talked about how you, you've had Rula for a long time mm -hmm. and autumn, not for as long. Right. And, but autumn comes in uh, earlier in the album. Uh, and you talked about how the, in, the order of the songs on your album is very important to you. So why, why, why is it? important to you like you yeah like you wouldn't suggest somebody like listen to this on shuffle right no yeah you know? not with the interludes <laughs> and everything <laughs> yeah. but like yeah so the first song jaybird well let's talk about the intro like morning i'm getting up in the morning mm -hmm. and i'm grumpy it's like kind of a weird yeah, way you, to start a project definitely you, f you felt grumpy you're like <laughs> stupid bird you're like <laughs> you're like grunting and like yeah <laughs> in an earlier take i was like shut up bird and like i was like that's too much <laughs> <laughs> that's too much the bird the bird doesn't need that <laughs> but i wanted to kind of that's my vibe that's how i feel getting yeah. up um Definitely, I, at the yeah. time i didn't know but I, i'm also now reflecting like i'm dealing with kind of autoimmune disease issues and i, I was sick you know mm -hmm. throughout the creation of this this album and so, Dang. you know, chronic fatigue, that it's all con mm -hmm. contributing to the vibes. And so I wanted to make sure that this was as honest as possible because it's called Jaybird. It's got my, my nickname on it. It's the introduction of me and my personality as an artist yeah. because I've never given personality really in my music. It's yeah. all been about social issues or stories or, you know, I haven't really put me there. And I think it's because I'm yeah. a private person and I'm kind of shy about that but anyways yeah so started with that for the intro and then jaybird is the first song and i really wanted to shake up the listener <laughs> with jaybird jaybird was me i'm gonna falsetto i'm gonna have this really yeah. in your face obnoxious bass and i'm going to like earthquake the listener into yeah. like that's me going remember me like um, <laughs> no i really like that too i was like because <laughs> yeah the album starts off very like like almost not slow but like tr like it's like trudging to get up like like you were you hmm. know yeah and then and then and then like once you're up you're like all right we'll just let's i'm in i'm in your face like i'm i'm grinding you know right i really like that yeah and it's a definitely an album of contrast i wanted to show all this extremes to me so i'm grumpy getting mm -hmm. up and then i feel like i'm the greatest <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. there's so yeah, much, yeah. Um, I'm like depressed in the next one. You know, it's like, I don't know myself. Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah, totally. And then, yeah, so we kind of talked about Autumn and leading into Untitled, yeah. but the Music Mastery podcast interlude is, is you know, leading into Rula. Yeah. And that one's really important. I know I... Yeah, tell me about it. It's kind of just, I wanted to introduce the metaphor of a garden um, mm -hmm. being like the mind. And yeah. I, I think of birds as like the voice of the garden. So, you know, yeah. there are bird calls in like every song and like, you Definitely. know, I wake up to birds and, you know, me slamming the door on some birds yeah. in the beginning. It's, it's like, I'm shutting out my thoughts, you know, mm -hmm. that's how I open the album. That's how I close it, you know? And so yeah. I'm not dealing with my thoughts in a healthy way, basically. Uh-huh. And then Rula comes after that because that's a much needed um, uh -huh. <laughs> break from yeah. break from the depression and a, a little yeah. bit of joy and um, and then a youngin. Oh yeah, I really like this one. That was a, that was a good one. I, I needed to uh, I needed to acknowledge my privilege at some point on uh -huh. an album about my depression because. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm a middle class, you know, 
half black man who doesn't face the worst of racism and you know i'm above sure. a lot of yeah. the the social unrest and issues and i can choose to protest it's not life or death for me you know so it's like uh-huh. if i don't do that i'm doing myself a disservice then i really don't know myself because i don't i feel like that would misrepresent me so a oh. young and is just me saying genuinely I- you're not sleeping on Check metal. Yourself. You're not sleeping on a park bench. So yeah. you don't have problems. My friend's telling me that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, any mm-hmm. any thoughts on, on this one before I move on to on Jay Island? No, no, no. I, yeah, I love that one. I love that it's basically you talking talking to yourself about checking your privilege. Because like I, 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 have, a trou- I have trouble with that too. Mm-hmm. Like I have – like I come from uh, – a middle class upbringing, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't poor by any means, but I wasn't like rich by any means. Right. I went to nice, I went to nice private schools cause my parents wanted me to, they like made that uh, a priority. Y'all, we went know? to the same high school, by the way, yeah. <laughs> we went to yeah. a, a, a wealthy Catholic <laughs> high school and it, it was awesome, but it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It you was know, absolutely it not very <laughs> diverse and, Anyways, sorry. Mm-mm. Go ahead. We talked about that all the time, yeah. like <laughs> even in high school. Right. Uh, but um, but yeah, that it was a it was a important to them that I got a great education. Yeah. So they sent me to private schools because that's what uh, an immigrant knows as a, a good education. Because in usually in uh, other countries, private schools are the better education. Right. Right. Um. Uh. So. If I don't acknowledge that, and I talk, I keep talking, like mad game about how like uh, my my parents were immigrants and like my <laughs> like my parents grew up super poor and I grew up kind of poor, mm-hmm. so I like but like, and I I I have to recognize that especially like I've been trying to do more do more writing as in in terms of like scripted narrative stuff. So oh, it, cool. uh, when writing about, yeah, when writing about my own story, I don't want to, I don't want it to romanticize or, um, inflate the fact, inflate my struggle. Totally. Know? And I like that, that song is a, a combatant to that inflation of like your struggle. Right. You know? Totally. Oh, that's so cool to hear that you're, are, are you, are you writing a book or something or? Just uh, uh, more like uh, I'm I'm like in in between writing like different like uh, feature films, not like not like long fil- films, like short mm-hmm. films and like like pilots, TV pilots. Totally. Like short, short form stuff, like tw- like 20 minutes. Stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> Two hours is a is a long time to fill. That's awesome. It's a lot. of, But yeah, um, I also just write. You know, like every time I lay down to go to bed, I have trouble sleeping, which is also a theme on this project. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I, my brain automatically just tells stories to myself. And mm-hmm. so I started trying to write some of them down. Um, like in what form? Are you, have you been trying to like, like narratives, like, uh, like, like, uh, like a novel? Yeah. Yeah. Like. I'll, I'll be inspired by whatever TV show or movie I watched last or, you know, whatever concept I heard is interesting to me and, and Mm -hmm. it'll just get my mind going and then I can't stop thinking about it. Exactly. I was like that recently with, um, I was like, I was, I was taking, uh, Shonda Rhimes uh, masterclass on, on, uh, TV writing. Awesome. And (laughs) It's sick. Have you, are, do you, you've seen like the masterclass, like advertisements. Right? I have. Yeah. Yeah. There it's sick. I got like a $90 a year subscription. I can take all the masterclasses that I want for a year. Mm. And it's like, so I've been taking like a lot of, a lot of shit on there, especially during quarantine. I, when I was like working more than it was, uh, it was harder to do that. But now and during quarantine, I'm like taking a dog training masterclass. Right. Right. <laughs> And I'm taking like a fucking Shonda Rhimes and Steve Martin's, but Sha- but after doing Shonda Rhimes, I was like, I want to write like a, like a like a like a TV hospital drama. Yeah. And so I was like, and then and so I started doing that, but then like, I don't know. For me, the hardest thing about, um, I can start as many projects as I want. You know, yeah. the starting is not the hard part for me. It's the follow through. Right. 
What about for you? Have you ever felt like that? Yeah, that uh, that hurts. I was just uh, pausing <laughs> to feel the pain for a moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've got like nine songs I'm working on right now that I just can't finish. Like, you know, I've gotten over the hump where it's like, this is good enough to where I want to complete it, but I have uh-huh. some issues that I need to fix. And I, you know, just like with Rula, it's like, I need to keep this chorus, you know? Yeah. I like it. Um, uh-huh. But then it, you know, just took five years of <laughs> for me to finish it. So <laughs> totally. totally feel you. And like, you know, we're talking about writing stories. I'm also just kind of writing a story for fun. And I started it yeah. like two years ago. I'm like, you know, 20 pages in, but I'm not even, Dang, I'm still, cool. it's still the exposition. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not, yeah. a, uh, I need to get better at that. That's a skill for sure. Definitely. Um, oh. I was going to ask you a question. I had a question. Mm. Oh, it was um, talking, going back to the titular song of your album, Jaybird. Mm. Um, what, what about the, the braggadocio-ness of like hip hop is so like alluring to a lot of uh, like listeners and to, and to rappers too, like a lot of a lot of musicians make like braggadocio songs about like, so yeah. I I want to know fr- coming from you why a song like that, why you write a song like that. Man, that stuff is so important. It's it's you know? so important. It's like, like, to me at least, uh, from what I've perceived, it's just you feel amazing listening to it. It's the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that yeah. I would listen to before soccer games. You know, I played soccer, totally. played basketball. I'd get listen uh-huh. to music to get pumped up that's the kind of music you listen to you know like you know and other rep- forms of representation within that field you know like Megan Thee Stallion like yeah. it's allowing other non-toxic masculine identities to uh-huh. kind of partake and experience in that and yeah I love it man it's just it's just energy it's just and it's storytelling and it's it's just so much fun mm-hmm. and it's not something I have done a lot of. And so yeah. I thought, you know, not only opening with this kind of in-your-face track, but also having mm-hmm. representing myself in a different way than I ever have would be really Definitely. interesting. So people are like, my listeners would be <laughs> yeah. kind of, I don't know what I wanted, surprised or confused or... <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. It's a it definitely elicits a reaction, yeah. which is what I believe all good art does, you know. Right. And uh, for me, the braggadocioness of of uh, of hip hop really interested me growing up because it gave me like an like not like like I'll say like an idol, yeah. you know. It gave me somebody to look up to that is not a white dude. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, oh, this person succeed, succeeded, you know? And that means I could succeed if I if I try enough, you know, whatever they're talking about. Right. Like fuck enough bitches or right. whatever. It's 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 super <laughs> important to have that, you know, Jay-Z to listen to, you know, growing up. Like yeah. it's like it it gives you confidence to 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 once you have kind of decided that you enjoy hip hop, I feel like mm-hmm. you are you experience that energy and that confidence that the yeah. rapper is exemplifying. I feel like the people who don't understand it or don't like it as much kind of are yeah. on the outside looking in, like, what is he talking about? But all the kids are yeah. like, that's me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you have any opinions on, on the, on the WAP controversy? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, they, I think the I think the the reaction by uh by like what Trump would call suburban moms suburban moms were was a uh, a little of much of an overreaction. Ben Shapiro reciting it is one of the funniest things I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen on the that internet. That was the real. I'm so glad that happened. Uh, wet ass p word yeah <laughs> <laughs> just his voice just oh my god it's like he always said p word i'm like you can say it it's, <laughs> it's in a song he just knew it would just explode there'd be so many memes like trevor noah would be on it like yeah trevor noah would like <laughs> would kill him yeah oh. so 
my take on that is yeah, yeah. no it's beautiful they should do it it's a beautiful they should song. do whatever the hell they song. want to do <laughs> you know it's like exactly it's a and it's a what male rappers have been doing for forever you know exactly and it's like it's what what we were talking right. about about giving uh giving young uh young women the the power that the that the rappers are talking about right. you know it's a, literally empowering them to love their own bodies right. you cannot you know? be against one and for the other you can't be for jay-z <laughs> and not for megan this time it's like yeah you, like you can't do that and then also not say there's a double standard right yeah exactly it's you it, it's a coin there's two sides you can't just be like it's always going to be jay-z and but and jay-z can talk about he's got 99 problems with bitch and one <laughs> and then yeah right and, but and then megan the stallion brags about how like how good sex feels for her right <laughs> yeah and it's like everyone all, all, all musicians brag about how good sex feels for them right any genre <laughs> yeah but i mean that's what r&b's been doing forever in different words maybe but like that's yeah. like every genre like rock and roll does that like it's as long as there's been music it, there's been music about sex right because uh like madrigals like that if, if we're gonna go to my my field and like classical music yeah madrigals are about sex <laughs> <laughs> right they're definitely about sex. Operas have been about sex since the first operas. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. I mean, Sh- Shakespeare like, did dick jokes. Like, I mean, this is Shakespeare loved. Yeah, dick this jokes. is not new. <laughs> like, but people, he's yeah. a white man who we've already man. accepted into the canon of art. So you know, yeah. which is his dick jokes are <laughs> fancy dick right, jokes. Right. They're they're beautiful <laughs> dick jokes because <laughs> they're they're smithed. Yeah. They're smithed. Right. And then, but like Nicki Minaj can't do something really charismatic and fun that people enjoy. Super lyrical, like, and like doesn't as much wordplay as fucking (laughs) William Shakespeare. I'll say it. (laughs) Wait, so what do you think about this? um, There's this discourse that's kind of tangentially related to the WAP. Mm-hmm. discourse sure. um right where people are talking about how um there are female rappers who don't talk about their body parts you know and like you don't sure you know pay attention to them and like i don't know what's your take on all that because that's always interesting to me I, I don't know that for me you don't you can rap about whatever you want to rap about right? right it's like if if you're if your vibe is all about, um, like you, like Megan the Stallion, I'm sure loves sex. <laughs> like Cardi B, we know everyone knows Cardi B loves sex. Right. Like they're gonna write a song about sex. It's a good like, and then the, what what they are good at is producing a hit. Right. And so that then they know a lot of people who can produce a hit. And uh, I guess and some and I guess the rappers, the other women rappers, are referencing that don't talk about their bodies. Their body parts, which I'm sure they do. Yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely, <laughs> people like list like No Name, like T.R. Wack, who are amazing, yeah. incredible artists, and and of course they're underrated. But yeah. they list them as these people who don't, and like No Name pushed back on Twitter to someone mad about it. She's like, <laughs> I, I talk about my pussy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I I just released a song about that. Like yeah. You know, it's a it's a part of the the genre that you talk about like things that give you joy, right. you know, and sex gives a lot of people joy. Yeah. And um yeah, it's it's I feel like a lot of it comes from uh, the problem with a lot of stuff happening today is like misinformation mm-hmm. and uh ignorance and that and that and that those two intermingling and spreading and yeah. you yeah. know, it's a it's a messy the music industry is messy right now too, especially with like copyright and shit. Right. Like uh, YouTubers like have such a hard time with the music industry. Like, it's crazy that how like, like you can't have like music playing in the background of a YouTube video, and then, and then if you're like a big YouTuber, you all the money from that video goes to the studio. Mm. You know, it doesn't go to the. It doesn't even go to the individual. Right. It goes to the studio. Yeah. Right. Who's yeah 
Is it like the the label gets it, or is it like the label? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And who controls these labels too? It's just like, man, you know, it's fucking old white men. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, like, man, it's that's what's another thing that's I've been thinking about a lot. That's frustrating to me. It's like everywhere, black people seem to take off, um, mm-hmm. or minorities every minority sphere that kind of is mm-hmm. successful in a capitalistic sense like yeah. is l- immediately leached and latched onto by yeah. white institutions that can then siphon money out of it you know how are we supposed to be successful in the u.s we're supposed to go to college where do all of our student <laughs> loans go you know the money that should be going to rent right now where's that going yeah. you know it's like not to it us it all funnels all the all funnels down to like a sing a singular like portion of the of the of the country right. you know it like all the money from everywhere they they've they've crafted these systems so that it interlocks like in such a way that it favors the the people that like founded it you right. know the, the the people that look like the people that founded yeah. it right and it's hasn't changed since we founded it and that's crazy yeah <laughs> it is it's crazy how little amendments we have to the Constitution. We're very deeply <laughs> entrenched. <laughs> yes. We are entrenched in our traditions. We are. And, it's, and I feel... I, I talk about this all the time with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my girlfriend. Big shouts. Yep. <laughs> Big shouts. She's definitely listening. Um, <laughs> she, uh, we, always, uh, we always talk about... Oh, shit. Now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Um, fuck. What were we just talking we're just about? Just talking about where the money goes and um, institutions kind of sapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> and then where is that gonna lead? About how I was talking to my girlfriend about how. Um. How we need to? No, I can't. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her though, man. She, she like she getting so many shout outs <laughs> in this one. Yeah, that's enough for her. She's her ego's gonna go way up. <laughs> um, are you dating, man? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. So like the 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 pandemic got me spooked because i'm also i'm taking care of my my grandparents once a week i'll go shopping yeah. with my grandma and i just don't feel comfortable like putting myself in They're a position strangers, to, to you know yeah to, to be risked <laughs> you know to put them at risk too so Definitely. Um, in my mind it's like it's just another sacrifice in my musical journey where i'm just like not yet right now maybe this is this is you know fate telling me it's a time to focus and and so uh-huh. i'm just going to use it as an opportunity to not have to yeah. think about that <laughs> and then we'll get another album out of you get you get into a relationship yeah right it all works out it all but works i'll out. be an r&b artist then so yeah, yeah. and we're talking about your wet ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man oh shit um, I saw you posted on your Instagram about uh, to see if anyone had any questions about uh, anybody follow up on that. Oh, let's see. Um, no, I only I posted it like an hour before the interview, <laughs> yeah, y'all. So I, I I really yeah. didn't expect anything. That would just be cool if we did have any questions. That would just been cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you got anything to ask me? Uh. <laughs> Man, well, how are you doing? Because we didn't even get to that. Like, that's true. We never get to that when I th- when I have these podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. Um, uh, I feel like my life right now is not uh focused towards uh the grind. Yeah. Currently, because you know everything like grinded to a halt. <laughs> He's a poet, ladies so, and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. I'm a writer, everybody. Please hire me. <laughs> you know, when you when you can. Yeah. Money's money's weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I've been uh trying to do self care, obviously, like taking care of my mental health. Yeah. Um I recently got a dog. Nice. Which is sick. 
Yeah. So I've been doing like that's why I've been taking a dog training masterclass on master. What kind of dog? Uh, a German Shepherd. Nice. Yeah, big old boy. Amazing. He's a uh, he's the light of my life. <laughs> we all need he's a like, cuddly furry animal right now. It's it's amazing. Um, that really that's really been a lot of uh, been very beneficial to my mental health. Good. Um, other than that. I've I moved, which was a little bit stressful, but you know, I'm paying less rent, so that's not as stressful. That's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm okay. I've been practicing singing once and every once in a while. Yeah. Are you working on any music projects? No. Uh, most of my singing uh, takes takes place at like a at a in a musical as a, as like the medium. Got it. Or an opera. Mm. So it's like I'm not. I don't do much uh, recorded singing. I'm. I'm. I've been. I'm working on a video game right now. I'm doing voice acting on a video game. Oh, that's tight. What kind of video game? Yeah, it's a. It's a. It's a small company. It's a. We're. It's like a startup called uh, Player One Studios. Cool. And uh, we're doing uh, this game called Cyberstar, and it's a. Uh, it's a great game. I. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I. It's my pinned link. My pinned tweet right now. Okay. And uh, it's a donation thing from uh, for for our GoFundMe, so we can get this game made and get it. We we've we've uh, hit like a goal recently. Maybe it was like a hundred dollars, like two hundred dollars. Maybe the we we can like now distribute it on uh, on like uh, Steam. Nice. So that's that's cool. But um, it's a little passion project that uh, me and several other people are doing uh, from across the country. Cause you know, it's like it's a pandemic. You can like, in voice acting, you can do for many. Right. That's a good skill to have so right now. A, yeah. It's a, so that's what I'm, I mostly have been doing with, with like logic is like recording, recording like voiceover totally. stuff. But life's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like I'm, I'm fun employed is what people have been that saying. That is as good an answer that as I could ask for right now, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. But how are you? Like other than the music thing, you know? I'm doing well, man. I'm I'm actually currently working on the marketing um launch for this mixtape because awesome. I I wasn't ready for, and I decided <laughs> I need to get this out. I kept pushing it back and yeah. pushing it back. Obviously 6 months. Especially yeah, cuz you've been ha- you've had it for so right? long. Right. And so I was like if I don't yeah. have a solid date, I'm never going to put it out. So mm-hmm. I stuck with it, and now I'm kind of retrospectively working on Facebook ads and all this whole yeah. launch merch, um, you know, email sequences. Oh, so I'll definitely get some merch. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I I appreciate that so much. But yeah, man, it's yeah, it's low key driving me crazy because I'm I'm not a big fan of like I enjoy marketing, I enjoy the planning, but the implementing uh-huh. is just kind of tedious, and yeah. you have to keep learning different things. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's fun, but I can't wait to get working on more music again. Yeah, the business side is always the like the, the hardest side yeah. for me because it like it kind of stifles like creativity. Yeah. you know, it's like so like like numbery and tight and heady, and right. it doesn't let you. It it's very like you feel like you're in a cage. Yeah, <laughs> at least that's what happens for me when I do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a tough oh, experience. Man. But yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's creatively restrictive because, you know, it's like, it's more like a game or a competition. You're winning or you're losing at your goals, yeah. you know, and I'm always losing. So yeah. it's, it's not fun, man. Like, so. No, it's not fun to always lose. Yeah, man. yeah. But um, you get, you get uh. Jaybird when you, when you take L. So, man, I can't complain too much. Yeah, you can't complain. Yeah. You can't, you can sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but like yeah just put it on a song uh, just, yeah put it on a logic track yeah. um well man it was really great talking to you again it's always good seeing yeah, you. yeah man you too I, I really appreciate you having me on the pod a second time of course man yeah it's been fun uh, all right everyone thanks for listening to the living room conversations podcast again season two baby season two back woot 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 electric boogaloo <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys.